1: All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Just the Tips. Today we have a very, very special show. Super excited. We've been uh, we've been trying to get this guest on the show for a while. He's in demand, busy, crushing it, and elusive all at the same time. So, uh, so he didn't make it easy, but we wrestled him into submission, brought him onto the show today. Before I introduce our mystery guest, I guess if you're listening to this, you already know who it is, probably, but. Dean Holland, are you as equally excited as I am to have our guests here with us today? (laughs) Why, of course.
0: (laughs) I actually think I'm more excited than you just because, you know, I'm like that. I'm British. We get excited and yeah, I'm pumped.
1: Nobody in the history of the world ever has said, oh, look at those Brits, how excited they are. <laughs> it's actually completely the other way around. So, it totally is. Like, like
0: I, I've spoken at events in the UK and I've spoken on, on stages in the US. And it's funny, Like you can be on stage in the US and be like, how are you guys doing? And they're like, yeah, I love my life. <laughs> you say it in the UK and they look at you like, oh my God, this guy's a jerk. He's not going to ask me to talk, is he? <laughs> <laughs> awesome.
1: Well, we are going to ask our guest today to talk. Mr. Stephen Larson is on the show. And for those of you guys who, uh, who don't know Stephen, he's uh, just tremendously talented internet marketer, uh, funnel builder. He actually uh, built, uh, I don't know, hundreds and hundreds of funnels while he was working at ClickFunnels with Russell Brunson, has gone out on his own, is doing amazing things. Stephen, welcome to the Melee
2: Yay. Thanks so much, guys. Thanks for having me. I can't tell if this is a comedy show. I feel like I need a prep for telling some jokes or something, you know,
0: for all you know, it could be a prank. This might not even be a show. This isn't even a thing.
1: (laughs) That's part of the joke. That's right. (laughs) We just tell everyone it's a show. That's right. <laughs> it's really not. These recordings don't go anywhere. They don't ever get published. Uh, <laughs> Some the, of them don't. That is, that is true. We did have one that didn't get published because the guy <laughs> was so into himself, we couldn't stomach it. We kept throwing up the entire
2: time. <laughs> you did tell me about that. That was a that's a great. I think you should publish it just for fun.
1: I think we should publish. I think we're what we're going to do actually is we're going to take sound bites from it and just <laughs> use them as like comedy
0: you know what you should do james you could add it to your samples board and anytime it's appropriate you can just insert a bit of him into the show (laughs)
1: like (laughs) i love myself
0: (laughs) (laughs) you're blessed that i'm here
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah this is why it's like i agreed to do this show i was like don't do me any favors (laughs) so uh so steven you've got a heck of a background man i want to just like unpack your talent on this show today can you give us uh like some idea why you became so obsessed with funnels because i don't know if i've ever met anyone (laughs) maybe even including russell himself who is as obsessed with funnels as you are
2: (laughs) well that's quite the compliment you know, <laughs> I was told my wife that I suffer from insatiable curiosity, <laughs> and it's it's a it's a pretty <laughs> serious disease. I think a lot of it, honestly, as like I've never, no one's ever asked me that, <laughs> so I've not, I don't have any prepackaged thing for years. So I'm actually thinking about this right now. I think it's honestly okay. that I have for years tried doing business other ways, and for the longest time, it just it wasn't possible. He'd run around, or or it just wasn't effective. Um, did anything anything from door to door sales to doing traffic generation for, for big companies. And it's like the funnel seemed to be like the highest leverage activity for me to learn, not just for money, but also for impact. Funny enough, the mm-hmm. funnel came out you know, it, it, it came out of that, uh, which I was not expecting, but, uh, I don't know. I did, a, I did, I a, a called it the age of exploration for years. I just kind of ran around trying all these different things. And eventually I just like, I got to drop anchor. But the thing that seems to be like the most highest leverage activity would be these funnels. So. Do you think it's
1: coincidental that the word fun is inside of funnels?
2: I don't. No, I don't. I usually laugh <laughs> while I make them.
0: <laughs> James, have one. you been waiting to say that all year, waiting for the right <laughs> moment? How long have you had that on your, your notepad, being like, oh, I've got a good one here?
1: <laughs> for as long as I've been trying to get Steven on the show, like that's been the reason. All <laughs> I wanted to weird. do was actually ask that question. We're We're done. <laughs> Yeah, yeah,
2: we're done. We're done. <laughs> yeah, so that's you today, folks.
1: <laughs> thanks for your wisdom today, Stephen. Now that we know you enjoyed the word fun being in funnels, we're uh, we're all over. <laughs> How many funnels would you say that you've built at this stage?
2: I really don't know the actual number. I mean, because there were projects at, at ClickFunnels that, uh, I mean, there, there was one project. It was 86 funnels two times and in like three days. That was crazy. (laughs) In two days.
1: Hold on, hold on. You
2: did 86
1: funnels twice in two days?
2: Might have been four. It's like two each, but something like that. Now, these are, when I say funnel, like some of them are, are, all the assets are there. I just got to put them together and give me a little music and caffeine ready to rock. But like (laughs) the, uh, if they're like huge projects, you know, obviously not as fast, but I don't know the exact number. I think it's near 500.
1: Okay, cool. So, so this this is what I'm getting at, though. Like, you you built an incredible amount of funnels, yeah. And some sometimes at ludicrous speed, like from spaceballs.
2: <laughs> just
1: like right, <laughs> you're just like, let's do this, and everything went plaid, and you started building out all these funnels.
2: So that is the perfect so, application, yes, absolutely.
1: <laughs> it, with 500 funnels under your belt, can you tell everybody listening to this, like, what makes a good funnel?
2: Yeah, definitely. You know, it's um, the pattern of what makes a good one kind of certainly emerged probably around two or three hundred, <laughs> and uh, it took me a while to get it, I guess. But honestly, I think people obsess way, way too much about what a funnel looks like, um, the design of it, and everything. I mean, yes, it it should look kind of good. You know, you don't want it to look ugly. Not you know, not too much plaid.
1: <laughs> but uh, Dean, Dean, no plaid. <laughs> yeah. Dean, Dean went through a phase where all of his funnels were plaid. We Just couldn't plaid. stop them. Yeah, pure blood everywhere. (laughs) Still, most of them are. (laughs) Um.
2: (laughs) What it really comes down to, though, I think, is offer creation. If you don't know how to make offers, your funnels suck, regardless. If you do know how to make offers and you don't have to, you like have no idea how to design or make anything look good, you'll still do great. It all comes down to offer creation.
0: I'm glad to hear someone say this.
2: Yeah. This is
1: good. I told you you Stephen was going to be a good guest. Dean doubted me the entire time. Oh, dude, I said I nothing
0: of the sort. I said nothing of the sort. But you know what? <laughs> this is an amazing thing to come up in the discussion because I see it all the time people are like my, my, my offer's not working. My sales page doesn't convert. My funnel's not working. What color shall I change the button to, to make it work? And you're like, no, you just have a shitty offer.
2: Yeah. that's like, <laughs> true. <laughs> so,
1: all right. So, so if it, it comes down to good offer, I, I totally agree with that. Mostly because Dean said it, and he's British, and he sounds very authoritarian when he, he does.
2: Says it. He sounds like he's wearing glasses and we're, you know wearing a lab suit. He's actually uh,
1: today he's got a monocle and his top hat. You uh, usually <laughs> wear wow. that
2: on Tuesdays. Wow, yeah. that's an upgrade.
0: You know what's even funnier about what you just said? If you could see this pile of stuff that I have on the chair in front of me, because I, I'm creating, I'm creating like this new um alter ego persona that's actually going to be an old man that's going to pretend to be my dad and we're going to create these videos and i actually have a monocle on my desk <laughs> <laughs> you do not <laughs> i do i so do I have a monocle a fake pipe a gray
1: beard and a wig oh my gosh <laughs> that, uh, that's amazing i i see i didn't even know that but dean is full of surprises so all right so <laughs> back to the offer what all right. So, so it's not about how pretty the funnel is. It's not about the color of the button. You can even use plaid in your funnel and still be successful. What, what makes a good offer? Like if that's where people need to be focused in on, what's the, what's the recipe for success there?
2: <laughs> I'm trying to focus. You guys are cracking me up so hard. Um, <laughs> so when it comes down to offer creation, like the thing that people will suck at most about it is like, it's, it's a blend of two things. If you read the book Dot com secrets, right. You leave the book.com secrets believing that, right. It's all about funnel hacking. It's all about funnel hacking. It's all about funnel hacking. And then you throw into the mix a book like expert secrets. And it's all about, you know, it's about new opportunities. Something's no one ever done before. And you're like, wait a second. Those are mixed signals. And so what we have to do is you have to use those two concepts in tandem they're, they're, they're supposed to be used together. Start with the act of funnel hacking, meaning just go fall. It's like Dorothy and the yellow brick road. You know what I mean? You're following the yellow brick road as far as you can. What's been proven? Uh, uh, what are people selling? How are they selling it? Then as soon as you, you follow that road, as far as it goes, right, what's been proven along the way, what offers have been proven, what people are saying with their wallets that they like. Then you take that step out into the new opportunity place. But I think people will kind of like Ghostbusters, they cross the streams and they start doing one or the other out of order (laughs) and they don't uh, they don't quite understand um, where where they're really stemming from. You know what I mean? They don't understand where the, the, the brick ended or the road ended. And because of that, they're making up their offer from pure like, hey, what do I like? And that's like you're the wrong person to ask. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what you think. It doesn't matter what, what you care about. It doesn't matter what your opinions are. Like you're not filling your own wallet. So who cares? Like stop caring what you think. It's all about figuring out what the market thinks. And so you do that by following the Elbrick road. What has been proven? If I'm in health, you know, there's tons of different markets inside of health. Well, okay. And now let's go down to the, uh, the people of keto. Cool. Now there's people following that farther down. You're following the Elbrick road as far as you can. And then when you get to the end, you're seeing, okay, what does the market care about? And what can I make new to those people? Not my own opinions, not my friends or family. That's, that's the easiest way to do it.
1: So, you're, so your step one is saying, okay, no, no matter what space I'm in, I'm going to take yeah. a look and see who's come before me that's had success. And I'm going to find out what their offers were, why they were successful and start my discovery down, down that path instead of just like sitting under an apple tree waiting for something to fall on
2: your head hundred percent. Like just take your emotions out of it. It's, it really is not up to you, which I think a lot of people get stressed out about and they're like, Oh man, I got to come up with this amazing thing. It's like not, it's not really on your, on your shoulders, not for a very long time. And unless you know where the road ended, like it's a straight guess. And that is scary. Like that is the most nerve wracking stuff. Like, you know, I, I went to college, right. Got a marketing degree and like they, that's all they taught was come up with something totally prolific, you know, something totally out of the box. That is the most scary, nerve-wracking crap on the planet. And and I don't agree with it at all. It's instead the other way around, you figure out what's been proven and then take one step out. So it's the, the .com secrets, extra secrets models, that used to be, you know, use them together. And then when you do that, kind of the offer creation comes out of that. You know, then you can start throwing in some cool flares, things like that that you like into the offer itself. But unless you know who you're selling to, you know, how far down the road you followed, like, it's totally guessing.
1: So, so my, like, like one of the ways that I sort of learn and, you know, understand things is I, I try and understand like what the, what the fundamentals are of anything first. Mm. And I, and I think what I'm hearing you say, and you could tell me if I'm wrong, Dean will definitely tell me I'm wrong, even if I'm right, just because he likes You're wrong with that, James. (laughs) 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 Is you're saying, okay, before you decide to you know, start riffing on stuff, you need to get the basics down and you need to really understand the fundamentals. Like why are people buying? What are they interested in? How are they buying? What are they like? What's, what's appealing to them and, and really get that foundation in at least straight in your mind. And then you can start to add your own spin to it. You can start to add your own flavor. Like, you know, like I'm sure I was watching some stuff with uh, with Gordon Ramsay, that, you know, the uh, chef, uh, recently, and he said, you know, when he was first starting, you know, he wasn't doing all this like crazy stuff. He was in the kitchen, like learning how to use his knife and cut vegetables yeah. and like do the basics, right? And it was practice and practice and practice of those basics, and then he finally got to the point where it was like, oh, okay, cool. Now I'm going to start weaving my personality into this. Is that is that more or less what you're saying?
2: Yeah. Yeah. It was like one day I woke up and I was like, you know what? I'm loving this funnel thing. And I remember looking in the mirror saying like, I want to try and be, I want to be the best funnel builder in the world. Now, am I? I'm sure not, you know, but, but I've tried and that pursuit made me learn the foundation. Exactly what you said, you know, it's a, you know, got to learn funnels, got to learn the different, you know, marketing psychologies, you know, how this, but really I'm learning offer creation and, and false belief breaking along the way. And as soon as I got those I guess those are my tools, you know, the Dave Ramsey kitchen tools, you know, uh, or or, I'm sorry, (laughs) whoever you said. Gordon Ramsey. Gordon Ramsey, that's what I I meant. Sorry, I heard heard Dave Ramsey. (laughs) I I flinched a little bit, you know, I kind of threw up in my mouth a little. (laughs) With Gordon Gordon Ramsey though, like that's, right, those are my tools. If I can break and rebuild someone's belief, which means can I be a good storyteller? And I also know how to make offers and where the yellow brick road ended. Like, that's all you really need to make a funnel. That's awesome. Like online or offline. And it doesn't have anything like the the design really does not have to be there. Um, But man, that messaging, the storytelling that sells the offer. Those are the two, those are the weapons, you know, that that a marketer really has.
1: Yeah, totally. So I have a false belief. I'm wondering if you can break this false belief. So (laughs) I have a belief that just because somebody has a British accent, they're smart. (laughs) <laughs> that, and so is that possible for you to break that false belief, so that I can, you know, have a more equal footing in my relationship with Dean?
2: <laughs> you know what? That's a. I don't know if you're going to break that. That's pretty huge. It's it's that's, pretty that, well. That's understood. not
0: really a false belief. That's more of a, a religious certainty or a <laughs> legal fact. <laughs> Call it what you will, but I can take you straight, straight to uh, some statistics right now and show you that both of you guys could increase your funnel conversions using this voice. <laughs> I believe
2: you.
1: I do too. It's I true. do too. That, defying, defying all odds, including the plaid on his funnels, <laughs> he's, they still convert really well.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you better be wearing plaid and a monocle next time I see you. <laughs> I'm He's telling gonna, you,
0: you're gonna laugh at the video you see where I'm wearing that monocle. Most of all, because the first video that I've uh, that I'm doing is I'm actually mocking Mr. Brunson.
1: Oh yeah, awesome! Wait, I can't wait to see this. This is gonna be amazing. My uh my, the image I have in my mind is that Dean is actually gonna look like Mr. Peanut. You know, the guy on the <laughs> Peanut <laughs> thing with the top hat. <laughs> and, and just like a little, little plaid suit. Kind of a lighter plaid. It's going to be hilarious. Yeah.
0: Even yeah. if only in my own little head, it is going to be hilarious.
1: <laughs> so so going going back to the false belief breaking, um, yeah. I think that's something hugely important that most people, I don't even think most people are aware of that, Stephen. I don't think so either. To be to- totally honest. And it's such a key ingredient in creating that messaging that converts. Can you talk a little bit about uh, you know how to uncover the belief to begin with, and then position your thing in in helping to break that belief, so that you can convert somebody into whatever it is that you're selling.
0: That's a really good question, James.
1: Thank you, Dean. <laughs> I strive to impress you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man! Yeah, you know, I was, I was, um, I had just been hired by Russell. And he had been working on the secret second book. And I was excited about it, you know, obviously. And and I was I was sitting there in his office and he and I kind of were going back and forth on different principles and topics and stuff like that for the extra secrets book. And uh there was this one day that I was I was sitting there and for some reason we were we were talking about beliefs in general and what causes belief. And I don't know, I'm sure Russell already knew this, but for me, that's when it clicked. I walked up to the whiteboard and I started writing. And what we figured out, what I figured out right there, I was just writing out, I love whiteboards, by the way. And I was, a lot of my ideas come out from there and I started, I was drawing the stuff and I realized like, oh my gosh, all behaviors are driven by belief and all belief is upheld by story and whatever story someone's been told, that's how they believe. And if I want to change how someone believes, I just need to change the story inside their head. So all I have to do is trump whatever story is inside their head. I was like, holy crap. And I was drawing this all out. I'm sure Russell was like, oh, another freak. Like, you know, like, holy cow, it's awesome. And uh, we were, we were drawing this stuff out and and I was like, man, it's all about the ability to tell stories. You know, culture is upheld by story. It's all based, everything's built on story and the story we're telling ourselves, uh, you know, constantly. And so, customers like if you think about it this way, like uh, like right from Expert Secrets book, right? We know there's three major markets that are <clears throat> kind of the no-duh spending markets, you know, health-wealth relationships. Those are the three areas that people spend and expect to spend money on. It's it's like non-negotiable. Yeah. Oh, I will easily spend money on health, easily spend money to get wealthy, easily spend money for my relationships, right? Those are the the no-duh markets to spend in. And that's why we want people to stem off of those. So health-wealth relationships... Let's say uh, uh wealth, for example, and someone wants to get wealthy. That's the overall, very you know, uh, arching goal. Well, there's tons of different submarkets inside the market of wealth, right? And we, real estate, stocks, right? Tons um, uh, that you could go through. And someone believes, oh, I'm doing real estate because I believe it will bring me to wealth, right? That's my desired result. And someone comes along and says, yes, real estate, good, but you need to come in here and start doing house flipping. And someone's like, no, you got to come in here. You got to do this strategy. No, this strategy. No, this strategy. And they all, it's the, oh, it's the ending goal for them to get wealth. And so what you're doing is you're looking at, you're looking at what this person has committed will get them the result that they want, right? What, what, what's the, what's the thing that I'm I've been convinced in my mind will give me the result. I believe I'm doing real estate because I want wealth. And if you can figure out what their end result is, that very, very end result thing and figure out why they believe real estate and that strategy is what's going to get them wealth. You have everything you need to make a powerful offer to, to break their false beliefs. You have everything you need. And so like, every time I'll start creating an offer that that is the first step for me is I, I, I go through and I dive deep and I do like, like, you know, an offer just, I just created, I went through and I, uh, I did probably six or seven different um, um, ask campaigns just to get this massive, massive lists of uh, of false beliefs. And I have it right here next to me, this whiteboard. It's probably like, I don't know, like 50 false beliefs. And I go through and I start tallying them and I pull them out I figure out what the, the most overarching ones are. Now I have everything I need to create a sweet offer and the stories to break what they're currently believing. And like, I think that there's a lot of misbelief. There's, there's false beliefs <laughs> that that works. And that's all I started. That's exact. That's all you need is just those two things. If you just figure out exactly what the, what, the, what their their end result is, the goals that they want, and then the story that they're telling inside their head. I literally create the entire offer off of that and all of the stories off of that one thing too.
1: So, so, okay. So, um, so let's use a real example. So hmm. I know that recently you, uh, you launched your own, uh, webinar yeah. and you're, you're, you're doing amazing things. Yeah. You, you're, and for, for, I think Dean mentioned this at the beginning of, uh, of our call here. He said, you know, he didn't realize, or maybe he didn't say this, I don't know, whatever you're doing things in network marketing, right? Yeah. And I think most people, uh and, and I had this belief for a long time too, that most people think in network marketing the only way to be successful is basically to badger your friends and family and turn into that person that everybody rolls their eyes at when they see coming.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's the that's the <laughs> right? um that's the vehicle that everyone's believes gets them the the result.
1: Yeah, yeah. And in fact, one of the guests that were not airing his show, he was one such person like that in fact he <laughs> I, I kid you not steven he pitched dean and i on his product during the show
2: oh really oh that's yeah.
1: fun yeah
0: how did this turn into an opportunity meeting anyway and then insisted that we thank him for the pitch
1: <laughs> yeah. Did yeah. You? Did you? <laughs> yeah yeah he was he was god's gift to the airwaves but in any case um <laughs> so so now you're doing stuff you you've built this webinar how, like, where did you identify the false beliefs there that helped you create a webinar? Uh, and I, I don't have to say the numbers you're doing unless you want to, but I know you crushed it. Sure. Uh, just like in your first month. Is this the recipe that you used to do that? And can you sort of walk us through that so that we, we have a tangible example of like something that's hot off the press?
2: Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, so I built a product called uh, secret MLM hacks and it was completely out of frustration that I was having with the market. Uh, the current ways of, of being told, Hey, go sacrifice your relationships. And I was like, uh, no. <laughs> um, I was really looking forward to a pitch. Yeah. Today. You know, I was thinking about it. I was, uh, but I'm not seeing a monocle, so I'm not going to do it. <laughs> i'm only hearing
1: Steve, about it <laughs> I, steve's in the monocle network marketing company um <laughs> yeah. needs today.
2: you just sign and up two people you get two people you got a car in no time
1: one question yeah. on the monocles can i get my monocle on auto ship
2: um, <laughs> yeah. but they, they, the, the lens is plaid
1: <laughs> uh, right so i'll see the world through a plaid lens monocle that's, that's right. perfect that's how dean sees it
2: then maybe i'll understand him <laughs> comes with the British accent. Welcome to my world. <laughs> oh man. We're hey, so, so far off Does real. anyone
0: even know why we're here? No,
2: I don't. I'm glad I wrote the question down. That's the only reason I remember it. <laughs> so so kind of walking through how I put together this offer. There was a few reasons why I knew it would do well before I actually launched it. And this is one of the major reasons why. And uh I did some testing, you know, here and there, some kind of beta groups. I took some people through it. But really what I did though is I started, like I said, at the false beliefs and what, what I needed to do is I needed to come up with really three storylines. Okay. There has to be one that breaks, uh, right. What we call the vehicle, the internal and the external false beliefs. So there's, those are the three. You gotta have a story for vehicle, story for internal story for external. And it's pretty fascinating when you start diving into this. A lot of people will mess this part up, but it's like so crucial. Like this is the thing to know. Like of all, mar- in my opinion, of all marketing, if you can get this, you can sell anything and you can, and, and the offers come from it, all that come from the the ability to do this. So if you think uh, health wealth relationships, right? We go back to that again. right? right. Let's say that all MLMers for this example, right? They all want wealth. That's the end goal. And they believe that, that MLM is going to be the thing that gets them there. Well, the vehicle, right? That they are convinced gets them the wealth. Is the fa- the only mechanism that they believe will get them there? Is hey, I got to go talk to a whole bunch of family members and friends, right? That's like the overarching belief. That's the stigmatism with MLM as a whole, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what that's what everyone says. Oh yeah, join an MLM, lose your friends and family. You know, like that, that, that's that's. Uh, <laughs> That's totally what the stigmatism is. So I decided that I would use that as my vehicle related belief. So as far as, so I write that, I literally write them all down on a whiteboard and just a huge column. So in first column is all the false beliefs. So for vehicle, the first thing that I would write down is, um, Hey, I have to talk to friends and family only. Okay. That's my belief. I, in order for me to achieve wealth, I must talk to friends and family only. And then it always goes internal. If I know that that's the vehicle that'll get me my result talking to friends and family, what's the internal thing? And so what I do is internally, what am I not feeling confident about, right? Oh, I don't know what to say, right? And that's kind of the one I keep fighting hard. I don't know what to say. And then it always goes external where we start saying, uh, uh, you know, I'm going to blame my ability to be successful on things that are outside of me. You know, time, I'm pointing things away from me, that time, money, resources. I'm pointing my pointing, you know, away from myself. So I, I kind of attack the time, money, resources thing as well uh at, at the end here i don't know if this is like getting too much in the weeds but like that's how i started no like, nice. isn't in the good weeds. this is good stuff okay cool yeah, yeah uh, fun okay fun stuff you so said like-
0: you said more better stuff in the last five minutes than james has said all year <laughs> so please,
1: <laughs> <God>. <laughs> sorry sorry what was that dean <laughs> 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 oh what <laughs> Steven, please continue.
2: (laughs) Sounds good. Uh, I went through and that's, that's all I did is I went through and I I figured out like, sometimes the vehicle will be a product and people will go, you know what? In order for me to get my outcome, I have to use this product or I have to use that. I have to use this. I have to use that. Right. In in the, in ClickFunnels example, right? Everyone was convinced they had to use something like Infusionsoft or Lead Pages, And Russell walked in and started throwing rocks at that vehicle and said, nope. It's a crappy vehicle. You come over here to ClickFunnels. And I did. So sometimes it's a product. Sometimes, though, it's an ideal. And that's the thing that that hit my head, uh, um, you know, and I realized probably a couple of months ago. And I realized, oh, my gosh. Probably six months ago, I realized like this, this doesn't have to be a product that I throw rocks at. It can be an ideal. And the ideal in the MLM space for vehicle is that people believe it has to be a friends and family thing. It's universally known. That's like what they're known for. Well, I am going to as yeah. ferociously as possible, as openly as I can throw rocks at that. I hurl rocks at the fact that people have to go talk to the friends and family. And because of that, I'm able to gain a lot of traction very, very quickly. Um, because I'm pitting myself against what is the most you know known thing. Uh, that's th- honestly that was like one of the biggest keys with it.
1: That's fascinating. So it's so it doesn't even have to be uh, you know another person or another you know product or something like that. It can just be some some long held standing belief. Yeah, of is the way things
2: are. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And so that's the way I started putting the uh, the storylines together. And so I went through and I told the story of me having, I went through, you know, uh, Hey, here's my, here's my, uh, my friends and family losing story. Right. (laughs) And I went through and, and tell that story Well, then the next story is like, what do I say? And I go through and I tell the story of like, well, I don't really want to know. What to say to someone face to face? I'm actually somewhat of an introvert when it comes to this stuff. I don't talk to anybody. You know the the fact that I'm in an MLM, um, I I put systems in place instead that do all of it for me, right? And and get people coming to me, and I get two people per day applying to join my downline, and I go through it and I and I tell that story and 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 uh, ways that I did that. And then externally, they're like, "Oh, I just don't know if I have the time, or you know, I don't have the money to to do this, or how do I get traffic, or how do I, you know?" And so I go through, and it's it's a matter of figuring out like what they're where they currently are, and then just trumping their story. That's all it really is. That's all it is. And And you start going through.
1: So when you and when you say these stories, it's like it's it's creating, it's showing them examples and uh, and actual illustrations of why that belief that they have isn't necessarily true one and then stories that demonstrate why the belief that you're converting them to actually is true so it's examples and and stories and other belief systems and things like that
2: yeah you're trying to cause an epiphany inside their head without you saying it to them that's the tricky part about it is that i don't come out and say like hey look you're all selling the exact same thing with the exact same scripts with the exact same duplicatable websites but you're expecting you're expecting to be extraordinary you know, I can't come out and say that first, you know, that's ludicrous that you would expect that. And so what I do is I go through and I, and I, instead I, I craft a story. So the belief I'm trying to fight, right. Uh, is, is um, like for this last one here is, you know, how do I sell more? How do I sell more products? And so I go through and I tell a story and the story I tell is, Hey, look, I used to do door-to-door sales. I was a door-to-door salesman for two years. I was a telemarketer for a while. Also one time when I was a door-to-door salesman, it was crazy hot. And I, and I tell a story of how we were in, we hid in a McDonald's because it was so hot. And also this guy walked up and just asked for our services. And I was like, and we all looked around at each other. We all kind of hiding together. It was so hot though. Our boss was with us <laughs> and we were just kind of taking advantage of the free AC. <laughs> and, uh, and, and we all look around we're like, who wants this laydown sale? You know, it's not normal. Someone does that. We're like, oh no, you take it. No, you take it. No, you haven't sold in a while. No, you haven't sold one today. You know, you haven't. And, and we start going through and telling them. Telling each other to take the sale. And eventually my boss said, you know what, you go ahead and take it. And I was like, huh. And that never left me. And I and I and I, and I get out uh, and I start, we start going out to our area. And I'm looking at these billboards as we're driving out. And I'm like, we're all selling the same thing. Like, there's no that guy, he's not going to get any difference of service. He's not going to get any difference of product by choosing any one of us. Right. And that's exactly yeah. how MLMs are. And so what I do is I go through and I teach him and I, through his story, right? That's right now. I'm sure MLM is listening to this. That's starting to break and rebuild your beliefs and the way you see the paradigm, you see your MLM industry and your MLM product with, right? So you're crafting a story. So like, oh my gosh, I'm selling the same thing. Oh, like I didn't sell you that they are yet. Right. <laughs> I, eventually I do, but I'm just trying to cause in their head, this epiphany, like, oh my gosh, am I, am, I'm doing this weirdly. I'm doing it wrong. He's right. I've got the same script as everyone else. I've got the same product, the same exact, every everything's the same, but I'm trying to be different and extraordinary with my results. Like, well, that's that's, that's ludicrous, right? And so I go, that's ludicrous speed right there, right? Plaid everywhere. <laughs> and, and so then I go through and and I, and I keep the story going. And I'm like, I was driving out one day and I was looking at all these billboards and I realized, man, I'm, I'm waking up every day trying to get people to buy stuff from me who were not planning on spending money that day. But people were calling these billboards. Man, they're calling asking to be sold. Mm. And so I started putting these ads all over the place on the internet. And I started getting all these phone laydown sales for our door-to-door sales service. My boss was like, what What are you doing? How are you doing this? Like, I don't really know, but it's working. I'm getting all these laydown sales. Holy cow. And I go through and teach him that those who know how to market make money, not those who are good. and, and, And they need to learn how to differentiate, not change their product, but add to it. And create offers and stuff like that. Anyway, so that, that's kind of it. And what that's doing is it's it's changing the way that they're seeing their MLM. It's changing the way they're seeing their product. And it works for any industry. You know, this is this is Persuasion 101. It doesn't matter what you're selling or what product you have or anything. You know, uh, we built funnels at ClickFunnels for toilet paper once. Like, <laughs> no joke. I mean, the it's the <laughs> same formula. It doesn't matter. It's all about looking and seeing where they are and changing literally their belief about how the world works. And it's very powerful when you use it, uh, if you use it correctly and uh anyway that's 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 the crux of all of it: storytelling beliefs, telling you know uh, offer creation it all stems from those very things right there
1: i love i love the uh the embedded epiphany that you put actually as we went across this show at the beginning it's like okay cool like you built 500 funnels and all right great it must be like all this technical stuff right yeah. and then you broke you broke that belief and now it has nothing to do with the technical stuff i mean Besides making sure that it works, right. it even doesn't have a whole lot to do with the design or the colors or anything else. And like anyone listening to this, probably if you go back and re-listen, you realize that that was you, you like embedded the breaking of false beliefs <laughs> in the way that you appeared on the show. Even what? Yeah, <laughs> I'm blown. You
2: can't <laughs> handle the truth. You can't handle the truth. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, it's amazing that was for you dean <laughs> i appreciate it absolutely thanks james so uh so so Stephen, i want to uh i want to see is there anywhere that you know um people can connect with you they can find out more about what you're doing just or, or is this just you know pure goodwill and if that's the case we'll uh we'll absolutely take it
2: Yeah, yeah. Certainly, certainly goodwill. I, um, uh, I think part of it is I got a little chip off the shoulder attitude about what I was taught in my marketing degree, but it had nothing to do with actually what really marketing is. (laughs) So some of it for me is like, Hey, look, here's a little goodwill. That's not true at all. Okay. Um, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, no, uh, Facebook's certainly good. Uh, my, my, my thing, if you want to see it in action is secretmlmhacks.com. It's not the, uh, it's, it's been a ton of fun. We've had a lot of people come through it and anyway, love love to connect to people. Awesome.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Just, uh, even if you're not in the MLM space, um, go, go, go check out what Steven's up to, because, you know, this is like mastery in progress, the ability to really understand these concepts and then put them into play. And I saw you go from zero to 60 on this, uh, on this secret MLM hacks thing, you know, you were out the door from ClickFunnels one day and the next, you know, like within the next week, you're like, oh my gosh, like their sales are just pouring in. And I think (laughs) that's, yeah, (laughs) I mean, it's amazing. And I think that's, that's what everybody wants. But I think what, what you've done a great job illustrating here today is they're, they're going at it the wrong way, right? They're going at it in a way that's, you know, you're just going to keep grinding and grinding and grinding and not get what you want. But if you shift, into, uh, you know, into this way of actually constructing your marketing and breaking down these beliefs, then it just works.
2: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You just take your opinions
1: out of it. Yeah. Dean, what, speaking of opinions, what's your opinion?
0: I try not to have any, cause you just shoot me down every time. So I'm just <laughs> sitting in my little shell over here now. So
1: Good. Not speaking. Uh, so, so I guess the bottom line is Dean is learning also. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: i just love my life hanging around with people like you guys you know i just get to sit here and soak it up like a sponge i mean admittedly i dismiss most of what you say james but steven's full of wisdom right
1: you're right you just you just sort of mute things once you see my line on the on the podcast or talking. Yeah. you're like once james oh here we go again <laughs> once james vocals goes away i'll just turn it back up <laughs> that's amazing so uh, so in all seriousness, Stephen, thank you, uh, thank you for being here. Yeah. I uh, I hope we uh, we didn't keep you uh, too far off track.
2: That was awesome. It's my pleasure. Especially <laughs> Stephen's going to leave
0: here and be like, "What the heck just happened he <laughs> well, on a he show is. called
2: <laughs> "Just the Tips," I couldn't pass that up. <laughs> <Like>
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we actually have a product to help you uh, emotionally, mentally recover from being on the show, and you'll get a buy link for that as soon as we hang up.
2: I need it. Um, yeah, yeah, send that
1: over. Yeah. And if you can promote that to your downline, that would be great. That'd be great. I'll tell them to
2: get two. I'll get two.
1: Yeah. Everybody's going to just get two. Like they're going on to Noah's Ark. Um, just And make sure you include Dean's monocle as a bonus. Yep. And uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. and Dean.
0: <laughs> on Ulta.
1: Yeah, yeah. Disposable monocles on auto ship. I think that's a great idea. That's what I'm going to spend the rest of my week doing.
2: Oh my gosh.
1: So uh, no, in all seriousness, thanks so much for being here. Uh, Dean, anything else from uh, from your side of the pond before we wrap this thing up?
0: No, just to say thank you again, Steven. It's been awesome. Uh,
2: really loved catching up and hearing all this stuff. No, my pleasure. Absolutely. been been a ton of fun. Outstanding.
1: Well, thank you, guys. And we will talk to you guys next time on another episode of Just the Tips. Bye, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Just the Tips, where we believe business should be profitable and fun. For show notes, links, and other information on our guests, visit justthetipsshow.com. For more information on how to connect with Dean Holland, visit deanholland.com. And if you'd like to get free from the day-to-day operations of your business while making more money, visit me at jamespfreel.com forward slash autopilot. Our theme music is Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin MacLeod, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license.